0: Starting with South African Airways, uh, SAA has cancelled some of its local and international flights. The cash-strapped airline has placed, uh, was placed under business rescue in December, requiring a four billion rand to kickstart the process led by a practitioner, Les Matterson. So uh, for more on what is currently happening, uh, we join on the line by President of the South African Cabin Crew Association, Zazi Nsibanyoni Mugambi. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. You're very welcome. Zazi, firstly, uh, do you know anything about uh, the flight cancellations as we are currently reporting? Well, we're also hearing of it.
1: Um, um, We've heard of it now um, through the media and also, you know, as people call us just to to, to inquire. I mean, but uh, we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, The business rescue practitioner, Led made made it very clear that if he does not get the money by Sunday... It's going, there's going to be operational changes, so uh, it seems this is what's happening.
0: So what do you know about that particular situation of the two billion rand bailout that was needed by Sunday because I do understand that there was a meeting between the stakeholder and the business rescue practitioners. Are you aware of the details of what transpired there?
1: No i mean uh, i mean I've, I've been saying that we've been we really have been kept in the dark. Um, this issue of this $2 billion should not have reached such a point. Um, they, when government decided and the board decided to, to place SAA under voluntary business rescue and commit to $4 rand in funding, they should have done that for um, Because now we find ourselves in a position where they've had to cancel flights, and that is doing nothing for public sentiment. Who will now buy an SAA ticket if they have no certainty on SAA operating? It also contradicts a statement from from, from uh, Enterprise on Sunday saying that they are committed to a rejuvenated, well-functioning SAA. Um, but if they're not willing to come to the party and actually provide this $2 there will be no SAA. So government really needs to come and, 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 and put the $2 billion to the, the, the business risk practitioners and obviously have a solid plan that will yield the desired results. Uh,
0: Zazi, if I can just ask you to move around a little bit. The sound quality on this line is not great. Um, But I also just finally want to ask you about staff morale, uh, given everything that is going on at SAA. And also, you know, what sort of difference, if any, has been noted uh, since the appointment of the business rescue practitioners? Uh,
1: Staff morale, as you can imagine, is really low. Uh, Employees are are, are panicking because... um, No real information has been given to the employees. We know, um, as we were told by by, um, Mr. Madison last week, that they presented various plans uh, to to the shareholder. Um, They were unfortunately unwilling to share those plans with us. uh, We are in the dark, and it's not a comfortable place to be in. People do not know what's going to happen with their lives and their livelihoods. So it's a precarious situation, and we, we must. Call on 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 government to really really make sure that um, the practitioner gets his money, and also. Um there is obviously a lack of leadership at SAA. We've been saying this for the longest time. That board needs to all resign. Let's get a fit-for-purpose board. We should not be in the situation. Um, they indicated just yesterday that everything is going to run smoothly. They will inform uh, uh, everybody about any changes to operations. What happens today? There's all of a sudden a bunch of cancellations for, for that people are not prepared for. Where is the leadership? We need proper leadership at SAA as soon as possible
0: so just for clarity zazi you say that you were informed yesterday by the board that there is nothing untoward nothing to be concerned about is that correct and and, and you know how were you informed about this no we i mean there was a statement put out to
1: everyone saying that um, you know um, by SAA, saying that uh, that they will inform um, everybody with any changes operationally aircraft are still flying so we're surprised today that all of a sudden there's, there's, there's a lot of cancellations that people seem to be unaware of. If they have a handle on this, they should have informed um, stakeholders being ourselves and the general public at large about, uh, about these cancellations.
0: Well, We're going to leave it there for the time being. Thanks so much for your time, uh, South African Cabin Crew Association President Azazi Sibanyoni Mugambi. And uh, we move from that now to um, accountant and commentator Kaya Sitole for some analysis on this matter. Kaya, good afternoon. So as you heard there from the Cabin Crew Association, it seems that, uh, you know, um, amongst their many problems at SAA is one of communication.
2: Yeah, I think that is the great tragedy in that when it comes to people planning their lives around where they need to travel and what they need to do when they get there, the best thing you can offer them is at least advance notice on what the travel logistics are going to be like. And obviously, in this case, there hasn't been that type of communication because as recently as this morning, people were arguing with me on Twitter, saying that absolutely nothing had gone wrong with SAA, even though one of the travel agent companies issued a notice on its Twitter page last night to say, well, actually, we are aware that there's been cancellations. So it's remarkably frustrating for people that are traveling out there. But then again, the type of communication that SAA has been embarking in over the past couple of months indicates that this is just yet another misstep in how they're engaging with their clientele.
0: So what is actually going on? Um, the uh, South African Cabin Crew Association, who are a key stakeholder in all of this, uh, they are not even aware of the details of that meeting uh, between uh, the shareholder and, of course, uh, the business rescue practitioners. We know that they needed to have the two billion rand from a treasury by Sunday at the latest. It didn't happen. And now we're sitting with a situation whereby fights are being canceled. So what actually is going on? What should happen if government fails to give that two billion rand bailout?
2: (laughs) Well, the simple problem is that as soon as the business rescue process started in December last year, then the two billion rand should have been made available for the government because the agreement was that the lenders would put two billion rand and government would do the same. Now, the fact that government hasn't done so until today means that it was literally a, a ticking time bomb because that four billion rand was based on calculations that said if we are going to survive until February or March, there's how much money we need in order for us to get there. And as soon as government did didn't actually prioritize moving that two billion rand towards the bank account of SAA. They literally created this crisis. So they clearly run out of money and now they don't know what to do. And if the government is not in a position to sell off some particular assets or to find something in the contingency reserve, for example, to make this happen, well, the inevitable will actually hit us.
0: So why can't government find the two billion Rand? And and yes, as you indicate, they did put out a statement at some point where Treasury said they were having some difficulty in disposing of some of the assets that they wanted to in order to make up that two billion Rand. But if they've given the undertaking that they would, in fact, put out this two billion Rand, uh, shouldn't they be held to that?
2: Well, quite simply, there is a statement that President Silo Mapposa said in Parliament sometime last year. It simply said our resources are depleted. And that simply means that as a country, we run out of cash, which means that when you run out of cash, when you then have an extraordinary or an emergency situation like this $2 rand, you either have to raid what we call the contingency fund, which is something that uh, President Zuma did a few years ago simply to stop public servants from going on a strike, Or alternatively, you find some other assets that belong to the state that you can sell in the short term and then raise the top of 2 billion rent. The problem with the business rescue process that starts during the festive season is that your capacity to transact with all the stakeholders is compromised by simply the issue of timing. So we don't know whether they didn't try hard enough, but clearly they haven't been able to execute on that. So there isn't a two billion rent sitting somewhere waiting for someone just to say, let's use this. You have to go through a particular process of saying, if we've taken this two billion rent, what was it supposed to be for? And what will happen to that project that it was earmarked for if you now give it to SAA?
0: And you see this now opens um, up uh, this whole situation to further scrutiny and speculation, uh, given what uh, the finance minister has said previously about SAA and uh, the drain that it is on the fiscus. You know there is that speculation that perhaps this is what government does want to happen to SAA that it does fail so that they can dispose of it. Uh, would people be unfair in making those sort of assumptions? <laughs>
2: Look, I don't think you can dispute that the finance minister's appetite for actually extending any form of assistance towards the SAA is very, very low. He's been on roadshows internationally saying that he would sell it if he could. This is nothing wrong with shutting it down. So, of course, in an in situation where the person has to sign off on the check, surely has no appetite for signing the check. You have to go through an extraordinary measure of convincing him. And that, of course, his boss ought to come in and say, as the president of the country, I've taken the view that I cannot afford to have SAA liquidated for 10,000 people to lose that job, so therefore let us do this. Clearly, there hasn't been that meeting of the minds between the finance minister, the public enterprises minister, and the president. So we ended up with this game where, unfortunately, a lot of people are being put at risk, not just the employees, but the people who've actually booked and um, uh, planned to travel with SAA who are being dragged into this fiasco simply because the political principles cannot make a simple decision in citrus.
0: And Kaya, we did put a call through earlier to the business rescue practitioners and they telling us that they waiting for this money that had been promised in order to start working, but the money isn't there yet. So what is most likely to happen to the airline if that money doesn't come through speedily?
2: Well, what happens is that if the money doesn't come through, SAA now needs to ensure that all, the only cost that is incurring up until that point in time when the money comes in are the costs that are completely unavoidable. So this is why they are then looking at the type of airlines that are running on a daily basis and saying, well, actually, instead of three, we'll do two. The inconvenience to the people is minimized if there's still something flying. So they now literally have to identify what their core costs are, the things that they absolutely cannot avoid paying, and stick to them, and everything else that you can get away with not doing, which in this case includes some flights being canceled, that's what they have to do until either the money comes through or they realize that they've run out of money to do anything and they have to shut down the airline.
0: And what does this mean for the business practitioners? Uh, Given this latest turn of events, will they still be able to turn things around at SAA?
2: Well, remember, the business rescue practitioners are still in a position to come out and say, we've gone inside, we've looked at the books, we've looked at the mechanics of the business, and we are recommending that you shut it down anyway. So that's still a possibility. That's still something that they can come out and recommend. Their hope, of course, is that they can come and recommend a restructured entity that they can establish can be viable and can be profitable. That is the best outcome. But the liquidation is still a recommendation that is all within their books. Now, what is making the situation remarkably (laughs) difficult is that Unfortunately, the airline industry works on future prospects and future bookings. So right now, everybody who's going to travel for Easter is not going to book SAA flights, which means that already by the actions of today, they're impacting themselves for the next three to four months where people are simply not going to have faith in their ability to be there on the day that they need to fly them. So the consequence of this is that they're now actually in a much worse position, because even if they say we're turning around the business, none of us are actually going to book any flights until somebody else takes the gamble, flies and says, yes, they did take me to another country, and they brought me back, so therefore I would recommend them. So the problem here is just getting worse, simply because the politicians are not making the right calls, whatever those calls are supposed to be.
0: Well, thank you so much, Uh, counter and commentator Kaya Sitole on the situation at SAA.
2: Economic news on
3: SAFM facts and figures you can count on.
0: The rand is trading at 14 rand 53 to the US dollar, 18 90 to the pound sterling, and 16 12 to the euro. The euro is trading at one dollar 10. The dollars at 109.96 Japanese yen. In result, one US dollar will buy you four real, 18 in uh, Russia, 61 rubles 83 India, 71 rupees 18, and in China, one US dollar is changing hands at six yuan 90. Markets in Asia closed lower today. Japan's Nikkei shed one percent. Hong Kong's Hang Seng declined by two and a half percent. Mainland China's markets were one and a half. Percent weaker while markets in India are currently trading slightly down. The JSE is also lower at midday. The All share Index declined by 1.9 percent to 57,750. The Industrials 25 index is 2.1 percent weaker. Top 10 Resources Index has lost 2.6 percent. The Platinum Mining Index 5.9 percent lower. Financials have shed 0.7 percent. And the Gold Mining Index is 2.3 percent lower. On the capital market, the yield on the R186 government bond is at 8.12 percent. Markets in Europe are weaker at this hour following Asian markets down. Britain's FTSE 100 has declined by 1.1%, the CAC 40 in France 0.9% lower, while Germany's DAX has shed 0.6%. And on the commodities front, gold trading at $1,557 per ounce, platinum $1,006 per ounce, while the uh, the price of Brent crude oil is at $64.50 a barrel.
1: Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1pm.
0: Well, uh, still taking a look at what's happening at uh, the Owartambo Airport at least uh, to get a further sense of what's happening with SAA. Our uh, TV econ reporter Mbongeni Mutwa, on the line to us. He's at Owartambo Airport. Mbongeni, uh, good afternoon. Uh, Please just uh, paint a picture for us. Give us a sense of what's happening at uh, Owartambo at the moment
3: well um the one thing that really stands out uh looking at the saa check in counters is how empty uh, it looks there is virtually no queue which is unusual, uh because before this whole situation uh with faa and the business rescue and all the meltdown uh saa counters uh certainly on the domestic uh, departure side uh, we're always quite busy. Uh, you always found queues and everything. At the moment, there are no queues, but we do see people checking in, but no queues. But there are people checking in, uh, which kind of confirms what in the FAA statement that they, they issued, uh, explaining the, the cancellation, that uh, one of the one of the main reasons for the cancellation is the low demand. Um, so you, you can really see that there is no demand for SAA uh, travel uh, at, at this uh, point in time. Uh, it also ties in with what we've learned from some of the union uh, people at SAA who've been telling us that uh, the airline is being impacted by bad publicity these days. Uh, that, that's one of the reasons uh, why uh, there is uh, less people wanting to fly on FAA uh, these days, second.
0: And uh, what are the uh, passengers saying, uh, those people whose flights have been affected? Are there any of them that you've managed to speak to on Bungene?
3: There is one that we've managed to speak to, uh, a lady who flew up from Cape Town. Uh, she was booked on an FAA flight uh Leaving Cape Town at 10 o'clock this morning, uh, which was cancelled. Uh, but then she was put on a British Airways flight, which left Cape Town at 10 o'clock. So she was lucky; uh, she managed to uh, not to be delayed and uh, got here in Joburg on time. Uh, but uh, she was transferred onto uh, another flight, which is standard operating procedure. Uh, which is what FA is is, is is doing at the moment uh, with the cancelled flights. Uh, domestically, they are first-based, they can put people on uh, mango flights. Uh, if not, then they, you know, put them on VA and so on. And uh, they are doing the same thing also with regards to the affected passengers who would have uh, flown out to Munich which is uh, the international flight. One international flight has been cancelled. Flight going to Munich in Germany, uh, and also the return leg of that flight has also been cancelled. So now they are putting those passengers passengers, uh, on their star alliance partners, which is basically other international airlines.
0: We'll leave it there for the time being. Uh, uh, our uh, television economics reporter Mbongeni Mutua uh, speaking to us there from Oartambo International Airport.